All That Glitters Is Death by Gene Moyers Dr. Miles Murdoch sighed as he eased his trim six-foot frame into the swivel chair behind his desk. He glanced at his wristwatch. It was just after 5 p.m., and it had been a long day. Even now, Dale, his trusted nurse assistant and fiancé, would be locking up out front. He had spent most of the day standing on his feet, examining and helping what seemed like an endless parade of patients at his downstreet clinic. The day had been productive, and thinking about the number of needy people he had helped that day made his weariness bearable. Wishing he had a cup of coffee, he brushed his hand through his curly black hair before unfolding the morning's unread newspaper. A headline on the lower half of the front page immediately caught his eye. Jewel Thieves Still at Large Quickly skimming over the article, he realized it did not add much to what he already knew. Two days earlier, four hooded armed men had robbed DeReuter's jewelers. They had been violent, but no one had been seriously injured. The only updated news the article contained was the value of the stolen merchandise. The robbers had escaped with jewelry now valued at nearly $40,000. Doc Miles raised an eyebrow over a piercing black eye, thinking, Those crooks had quite a payday. He frowned, wondering if Ackleton would be undergoing a new wave of violent crime. Doc was just turning to page two when he heard loud voices from the front of the clinic. He lowered the paper. A moment later, a muffled woman's cry came to his ears. In a flash, he had dropped the newspaper and was halfway to his office door. Grasping the knob, he jerked it open. The small lobby of the clinic was crowded with people. With the exception of Dale, who was crowded back against the reception desk, all of them were brandishing guns and wearing hoods. A thin man in a suit had a pistol pointed at her head. Two more men stood in the center of the lobby. One large man carried an automatic in his right hand, while the left arm supported another man who had obviously been wounded. The wounded man held a blood-stained handkerchief to his left arm with his right hand. Blood had soaked the arm of his dark suit, and was even now dripping slowly onto the bright linoleum. A shorter man stood at the glass entry door, staring out into the street. One man held a gun as his other hand turned a key in the lock to secure the door. Controlling his urge to throw himself at the man threatening Dale, Doc instead asked in a controlled voice, What's going on here? The masked man supporting his wounded pal pointed his pistol at Doc and said, You're a doctor, aren't you? We got a patient for you. Doc stepped forward and spoke quietly. That man needs a hospital emergency room. I'm a plastic surgeon, not a trauma surgeon. Pointing his pistol at Doc, the thug answered glibly, You're what we've got, so get busy, or we'll take it out on your pretty nurse. He looked at his companion covering Dale with his gun and nodded. Surrendering to the inevitable, Doc raised his hands in front of him. All right, bring him this way. He turned and led them down the hall to an examining room. As the wounded man was helped in, Doc pointed to an examining table. Get him out of that jacket and lay him down there. The wounded man was helped onto the table as Doc began washing his hands. Once he had dried them, he pulled on a pair of thin rubber gloves and moved to the patient. He began cutting open the sleeve of the blood-soaked dress shirt. Not looking up from his work, he stated firmly, I'm going to need my nurse in here to assist. He moved to a cabinet and began sorting through small medicine vials. The hooded man on the table nodded, and his pal leaned out into the hall and called, Bring the skirtin' here! By the time Dale was pushed through the door, Doc had found the vial he wanted and was filling a syringe. What's in that thing? the tall man asked, pointing with his gun. A local anesthetic for his arm. Dale, I'll need a probe and a set of scalpels. Bring plenty of sponges and gauze as well. Ignoring the tall man's gun and suspicious looks, Doc moved confidently to work. 
He swabbed the wounded man's left shoulder and injected him with a syringe. 